0: there. (laughs) You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on uh, all of our channels. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman getting his (laughs) close-up (laughs) is...
1: Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington.
0: I don't mind telling you, man. That was a little creepy, that move. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Wait for my close-up, Mr. DeVille. Yeah.
0: I know, geez, Mr. De Niro or the De, De, Demille. Um, Eric, again, I love throwing unusual stuff at you, and and tonight we are going to have something that you folks may never have heard of. Okay, yeah. you've heard of mezcal, you've heard of tequila, you're starting to hear about racia. Uh, Here on our show, we're starting to we we're, we've explored bacanora extensively in the last year or two, mm-hmm. but. This is a whole different animal, boys and girls. We are going to try and taste masot palmilla. Mm -hmm. Now, you're asking yourself, what the hell is palmilla, and why should I care? (laughs) Well, um, for you folks uh, out of Chihuahua who have had sotol, for those of y'all in South Texas and uh, up in Austin who have had uh, Texas Sotol. Okay. Um, this, this is, this is literally Sotol outside of its own denomination of origin. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's explain. This is one of those. We're going to have to explain the rules, the ground rules before we actually taste it. Okay. The way this works is this is a distilled Sotol. It's Daslerian wheelery. A lot of folks are familiar with those, those terms. Yeah. Daslirian Texanum, which is the Texas Sotol that grows on this side of the border and i've had excellent i've had actually one excellent version of that um but in any case this is at at 47 alcohol by volume yeah and apparently these distiller this distiller uh, has a long history of making what they call palmia okay it's made from the same plant but it's made in sonora okay technically outside of the sotol denomination of origin. So this is this is wild stuff, boys and girls. <laughs> and this is uh technically unaged, so it's a blanco. Uh, again, it's a, it's a some people like to call it a cousin of tequila. It's not really, it's a whole other plant. Um, I've had some lovely renditions of sotol from the the Hawkins family. <laughs> That makes uh, por siempre, and for those of you old timers, remember Don Cuco Sotol. Um, so, I, and and for me, I love Sotol. I always have. Uh, I've I've actually been I've actually been quoted extensively on on Sotol. To me, it was always the best of both worlds from mezcal and from tequila. But what I loved was how, in the desert Southwest, where I, I lived when I first was exposed to sotol, you, you know, you know when you can smell rain before it happens, like you know, in yeah. West Texas or in New Mexico, that's what that's what to me, um, sotol represented. It it was, it, it, it's just it's just lovely the aromas coming out of it. Now yeah. I I'm using my Estacol jarito for tequila. I, I'm not using the 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 Mescal one now what do you think Eric because so, I know you said it was a it was a while that you've had sotol
1: yeah yeah no this is, this is really nice the thing that about this sotol and the last one that I had that I remember so I haven't been to west texas and to this area where sotol grows or into like chihuahua and all that area but just smelling it sort of transports me there in my imagination i i've, I've seen pictures
0: i love it
1: i've seen pictures of the land and the, and the and the you know the brush and the sotol plants growing and the mountains in the distance And this smells like land. It smells, not dirt, but it smells like the land. Yes. And, And that's one of the things that I love about certain spirits, is that it's not just tasty, and it's not just, but it captivates you, and it transports you to a place. Even if you've never been there and seen it and smell it, you smell this, and I'm like, this is what the land has to be like.
0: Oh, oh, my God. Eric, you're such a romantic (laughs) <laughs> i love that that yeah. but see that feeling that 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 those exact words that that whole that whole framework is exactly what i yeah. experienced in my first try uh, of sotol yeah uh the story and again this is not called this is not sotol per se it's considered palmia okay yeah. um if you follow us on Instagram, tequila aficionado, or you follow me, Mike Morales, you've seen pictures that I've taken of the Sotol plant where, um, it looks, uh, akin to, to the yucca. Uh, but, but, uh, and I, and I think the math goes like this one, one plant, uh, equals one bottle of, of, of liquid. And, um, uh, you know, it has an unusual quixote. It, it, it's it, and I've taken pictures of it. We uh, a couple of years ago we we, we did a uh, we were on tour and and we stopped in New Mexico and and you can see them. A lot of people like here in Texas will grow will grow agave as ground cover. Right. Well, you know, uh, in the rest stops and in parts of South Tex uh, uh, West Texas and New Mexico, you know, it, it's just growing wild. And believe it or not um, the wine country area of, of central California in the hills, they'll use it because it, it, it's, it oh, stops yeah. landslides. Yeah, so you yeah. see them growing on the sides of the hills. And this is the one plant that I will tell you that is, is it represents exactly where it, where it grows. In mm-hmm. other words, the ter- when we talk about terroir, I think that I think Sotol slash Palmia, it, to me is probably the best representation of what terroir can be, yeah. because it's the same plant. Maybe it's a cousin of the same plant, but if it's in a different state and it's in a different um, microclimate, it's going to taste like like where it's in. You know, mm-hmm. the the Texas Sotol I can tell you is completely different and and very beautiful. Compared to to sotol from Chihuahua, so you're you're absolutely correct, and that's that's the I think the charm of the sotol slash Parmia is that it oh. it transports um, it transports the the sipper the the person you know because because I got to tell you this is exactly what happens to me yeah. yeah wow it makes me miss where I used to live you know because now I live in Texas and it's just hot and humid but it's green it's vegetable right yeah
1: but it has like you mentioned it has this quality to it there's a greenness to it but there's this scent that like who knows what it is but it's like it's about to rain it hasn't rained yet yeah, yeah. it's See? about to rain
0: See? That's, that's i that's what, what the that smell is well let's make it rain man yeah <laughs> Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's different. Mm. Oh, that is strikingly different. Yeah. Oh, wow. I gotta tell you, this tastes different than what I've had from Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really different. Which is not, it's
1: not that surprising in that because they're using natural fermentation. So the yeast in Sonora in the town of Bacanora where this palmia is made is obviously going to be different than Durango or Chihuahua uh, where other are told, or Texas where others are made so while well, it has that really bright green like herbaceous nose you get that right at the beginning and then it transforms to like all these spices and like cinnamons and Earthy, woody. There, there's yes. a
0: minerality in there too. Yeah. Have you noticed that?
1: Yeah.
0: Holy cow. <sighs>
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> what am I getting? <clears throat> I'm getting it in the retronasal. I also got it uh, on the and again, I'm I'm using the Jarrito for for tequila, so it's going to have a a, a a higher nose and a shorter mouth, or smaller opening. I'm getting there's an unusual flavor and scent that I've not had in other sotols and other or Palmias for that matter. Um, and I can't I can't pinpoint it.
1: So. This is my sense, because I think I'm maybe picking up on the same thing. So I think that might be the cooked flavor of the Satol plant. In the same way that, like, in some mezcals, you get this sort of, like, baked yam flavor. Right. Because that's sort of what cooked agave tastes like. Yeah, yeah. So there's this sweet kind of root vegetable, like, sweet cooked root vegetable flavor like a like a cooked radish or something like that, that I think might I think that might be the plant itself.
0: I think yeah. that's my guess I think you're right. I think it's it, it. There's a there's a certain gaminess that I've not had before yeah. in the other iterations of Sotol. Now, um, while we're at it, let me let me see what what the, the label has all the information. The the the. Uh, by the way, yeah. these were made possible by Borderland Spirits, who is the importer. Uh, Michael Hurley, who made this happen. Now we know it's distilled in copper and stainless steel stills. The, they're using the same equipment in, in which they make their uh, uh, their Bacanora. Okay. Yeah. So these these are, I believe, it's all copper. On this one. Yeah. Well, because because that's what it says here. Just, does it say it? all copper? Oh yeah. yeah. So okay. It's still all copper. Good. All right. Okay. So that's different. It's yeah. uh, deep in the heart of the Sonoran Sierra Madre mountains. The Chacon Estre family has been passing down the traditions, techniques, and uh, secrets of distillation to four generations uh, near Bacanora. Though known for their Bacanora in abundance of sotol, uh, that's Daslirian Wheelery, which is the same one they're using in, in Chihuahua, Yeah. grows in the highest elevations of the family ranch, El Torreon, El Torreoncito. And Pavia is a traditional Sonoran name for spirits distilled from the Sotol plant, uh, also known as a Desh Spoon in Arizona or in New Mexico as well. Um, the average pina weighs 50 kilograms. That's 30 to 70 kilograms. Pounds. 50. Yeah, well, they, they've got it in kgs as well. I don't know why they did that.
1: Oh. Um, oh, maybe it's a typo. Fifty pounds is maybe.
0: yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Fifty. 50 so, okay. Um, the pinas are cooked in a volcanic rock underground oven. That explains it. With oak and mesquite wood, fermented from wild yeast, and double distilled in copper stills. So it could be the it could be the rock that I'm tasting no. uh, and sensing. Uh, maybe the wild yeast again. Yeah everything has uh wow i i mean it's like it's exactly what you what you said at the beginning in your whole in your whole romantic your you in your poetic way that's exactly that's exactly what sotol does yeah. and it and it and for me this is the one that transports yeah and i and i've had some i mean we've had beautiful Bacanoras and other mescalas and tequilas that, that did this you know but for yeah. me, this palmia sotol, that that there's there's just that special animal that, um, you know, I've never had sotol made uh, made out of uh, uh, Deslirian wheelery in in Central California, but I can only imagine what that tastes like because mm-hmm. you have a whole other region, a whole, a whole yeah. other microclimate in that area. Yeah, you know, nobody knows what to make with, with that plant. They just use it for ground cover. Yeah. I swear. My yeah. sister has blue agave on her front lawn in Orange County, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah. um, but wow, this is and there's, there's a whole lot going on. Look at it's it's a visually attractive. It's just mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. Um wow, man. Just the yeah. nose alone. I mm-hmm. know
1: it's there's so much flavor and aroma. It's just chock full. I mean, again, like we said with some of the other ones, you wouldn't mix this with a oh, cocktail no. or no. Oh like, no! Oh So, so nice. much flavor. Like you don't even need like a full pour. It's just so packed full,
0: and it's forty seven percent ABV. But you know, like, who would guess, right? There's, yeah. No, they're, uh, Like Batuk that we had previously. You know the Espadine uh, or the um, Yakiana, it's it's just lovely. Now this one is, I, I get a more of a, uh, and again, it's I, I think it's just the Sotol slash palmilla is that that's the characteristic. Yeah. Is it it tastes exactly like where it's it's been growing? Yeah. Okay. Wherever that happens to be, West Texas, you know, uh, uh, New Mexico, uh, Chihuahua, it's going to mm-hmm. taste different, and and even the microclimates. It really is influenced yeah, by, by the area that it grows in.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, one of the things, I mean, for people who haven't seen the sotol plant, it has a lot more leaves than, say, like an agave. The, the leaves are smaller, so you get a lot more pencas, uh, you know, when they're they're cutting the piña up. And so there's a lot more that kind of like chlorophyll kind of character that you get You know, there's a lot lot more greenness to it, a lot more fresh cut grass, all that sort of character. But um, just, it makes a really fantastic spirit. And it's also related, I believe, to the- um, uh, um, Asparagus? The Related asparagus, but also the artichoke. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when in times past, uh you know people in that borderland region in sonora in new mexico arizona in chihuahua they would cook these and eat them just like an asparagus they would peel the pencas off and eat the flesh off the ends and so i mean this is a you know this is a a part of the the integral like diet and culture of this this whole southwest region that you know, and we get to taste that in one simple glass.
0: Yeah. This is this is just it's lovely. Um hey man, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this one's a brand of promise nominee. <laughs> uh, and it's a whole separate category. Again, it's it's not Sotol, it's Palmia. But yeah. you know what? Get ready for it because uh right. you know, there's a lot of controversy about um, uh, uh cultural appropriation where where Texas Sotol is uh, I will tell you that where it's concerned I will tell you that the Texas Sotol that I had was from another uh, gentleman who who took he, he has he had and, and I think he does now uh, again his own um, uh, micro distillery in Austin and he took the time to do his research he spoke to every one of the fam- famous families who are making Sotol Mm-hmm. and 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 pick their brain and spend time with them because he wanted to make sure that he was doing it um he was doing doing it uh, to be culturally representative as opposed to uh appropriating something that didn't belong um and again like we talked earlier uh eric you know, the borders were just something that that you know they were non-existent in those in, in those points the the yeah, natives, yeah. The, the indigenous people in that area, they they freely walk back and forth between between the borders. But this is just so; it's almost like history in a glass, as well as terroir and region, and 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 even the history of the of the of the family itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nothing. That's nothing new that they haven't been making. You know, for three hundred years, right? You know? It's like yeah. wow. Where where have I been? You know. So, just one fun
1: thought if you've got the uh social distance like shelter in place blues get yourself a bottle and you'll get transported to a lovely location out in the sonoran desert and just, just wonderful to just sip on it
0: yeah this is the, absolutely uh we we're, we're going to i would hug you if we were close enough <laughs> This was this was amazing. This yeah. is really amazing. Again, thank you for to Borderland Spirits who made this happen. Look for it in uh, in Arizona right now. Um, this the, again, Michael Hurley went out of his way to make make that happen for us. We so appreciate it. Stick with us. We have the rest of the Mazot line where we go back to Bacanora now. Uh, yeah. So that's our take on Mazot Palmia. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is...
1: Eric Zandona in Vancouver, Washington.
0: Oh, you have been, you have been <laughs> crying and and emoting here <laughs> on Tequila Aficionado Media, on all of our networks, on all of our channels. Please subscribe to us if you're watching us on YouTube. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. Uh, that way, every time we upload a video, which has been a lot of videos this year, a lot of brands competing for that Brand of Promise Award, you know, uh, that way you'll... You get notified, and you'll you'll see that uh, notification come up on your smartphone. Whatever you do, tomar sabiamente,
1: Dip wisely.